0: what's up and welcome in everybody to a breaking news edition of locked on bulls i'm matt that's my co-host big dave well the wait's finally over lowry marketing has a new home three team trade between the Cavs, the bulls and the blazers we're gonna dive into every nook and cranny of this trade we are live on youtube for this episode so come hang out with us Let's go.
1: You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson.
0: What's going on, everybody? Let me just uh, press send on this link for a live YouTube right now. Come hang out with us. Whoa! I'm Matt. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. That's Big Dave. Follow him on uh, Twitter at Baobie, sports. You can follow us at Locked Odd Bulls. We were going to do some mailbag content today, Dave. We but were. then we got a Wosh bomb. We finally uh, got the Wosh bomb. We've been waiting weeks for Lowry Markkinen and the Bulls found themselves a deal we were holding out, and we finally get what we're looking for. So, quickly, let's just go over the parameters of the trade, and then we could dive into what this means for everybody involved. Sure. The Bulls send Lowry in a sign-in trade, four-year, $67 million, to the mm-hmm. Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavaliers send the Bulls a 2023 second-round pick. The Cavaliers send Portland, Larry Nance Jr. The Blazers send Derrick Jones Jr. to the Bulls. Mm. And they send a lottery-protected 2022 first-round pick to the Bulls. (laughs) Arturis and Eversley. (laughs) What what are those three magic words that I need from you right now, Big Dave? What are those three magic words? Let them
1: cook! (laughs) Let them cook. Mm -hmm. Let them cook. Mm-mm, little cook Mm-mm, Just let them boys cook Let them cook This is what you get When you sit here and you have competency In your front office This is what you get When my man Matt and myself Sit here day after day And tell you all you got to do is be patient all you got to do is trust A.K. and Neversley. I understand your worry and your concern. And you know what this reminded me of, Matt? When they didn't move Lowry, you know what it reminded me of? The same thing they did with Jim Boyle. It was the same thing. When people were, oh, why isn't he gone yet? He hasn't moved yet. They got to get him out of here. Just trust. Just relax. Just wait. I told you the same thing with Lowry. They didn't have to do anything. They already signed him to his qualifying offer. He was they, they didn't have to do nothing. It was what teams were going to give them. All you had to do was wait. Well, why is he still here? Well, we might have to wait because he might be on the team. He might be playing with us this year. Oh, man, it's going to mess up the chemistry and all that stuff. What did we tell you? Just let them cook. Quit going in and out the kitchen. You're letting all the good smells out. Quit going in and out of there, man. Let them dudes cook. Quit looking in the pot asking what they're putting in there. They don't worry about that. Just get out the kitchen and wait. Wait at your table. And now, once again, once again, they have brought you something divine. One more time, Matt. They told him. They told him, Matt. And not only, Matt, not only did you get a first-round pick in 2022 for allowing Marketing. You went and got you another pick with that. And then you got you an elite athlete to go with that in Derrick Jones Jr. Oh, these dudes, man. You know what, man? I just, I just don't know what else to say anymore. I don't know what to say anymore. I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm gonna just drink this. Go ahead. I'm just drink this. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: you put it perfectly, man. Um, okay, look, let's 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 get the the Lowry part of this out of the way, and then we can continue to bask in the glory of what this trade means for the Bulls and their yeah. front office, their organization, yeah. and their roster for for this upcoming season we knew from multiple reports that lowry and the bulls were headed for a divorce um as as we kept lingering there were questions about well maybe he'll just come back to the qualifying because the market has dried up that much Mm. what we always knew is that because the market had dried up the bulls held the cards correct they weren't gonna see a situation where they were you know uh, in an ugly situation of either having to match an offer that lowry signed somewhere else or let him walk for nothing. Because there was no money left. Mm -mm. And if he really did not want to come back to the Bulls and the Bulls were willing to give him that fresh start while also recouping some of their losses of a player of Lowry's age and potential, Mm Mm-hmm there were all kinds of teams that were being floated around. Minnesota might be interested. The Pelicans, yeah. they had Lowry and Lonzo talks mid-season at the deadline last season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the Dallas Mavericks, maybe the Bulls are trying to get Maxi Kleba and they're going to you know, send Lowry to Dallas. Once again, another great example of AK and Eversley just playing everything super low. Yeah. Cleveland, did, did you hear anything about Lowry and Cleveland? Like maybe a whisper no. here or there, but yeah. almost nothing. But he gets he gets a four year deal and you know about what 17 million annually on average over oh, those yeah. four years. That's kind of that. close to the money Lowry was hey. looking for. Hey. And I think got... for Lowry, if if he does get a starting spot, pairing him with Jared Allen in the front court could actually work pretty well. They just, you know, doubled down on Jared Allen, signed him to a huge contract. And with Allen's rim protection and Lowry being able to space the floor, look, for all of his warts, Lowry was a forty percent three point shooter last season. He was I think Lowry and Allen in a front court pairing could could pretty, be pretty cool. And yeah. look, we're just happy that this is resolved. I, I you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure you feel the same way I do, which is wishing Lowry nothing but the best. D- disappointed that he didn't work out here, but guess what? We got ourselves Zach Levine, and we got all of these other new cool players like Lowry. Yeah. Thanks, bye bye. <laughs> Listen, he's. I, I'm glad you brought
1: up the situation that he's in. I think that should also be discussed like you said Jared Allen who I always have liked I like a Jared Allen okay because you guys know I love Daniel Gafford so obviously I like Jared Allen a lot they're very similar in their style but Jared Allen is much further along he knows who he is I'm getting these rebounds and I'm getting these dunks and I'm getting these blocks that's my job and I'm gonna do it well to the point that they gave me a hundred million dollars to do it so you got him then you got uh, my man Darius Garland who's an excellent point guard he honestly is really good, and he's just going to get better and better year after year after year. And then you got young Bull, Colin Sexton. Ain't seen a shot he don't like yet. He's a, he's he's a better Antonio Blakeney. I don't mean that as a diss. That's not what I mean. He's a better Antonio, a way better Antonio Blakeney. He's, he's going, up. going up, is what I mean. It's go it's going up, baby. But his are going in <laughs> more often than not, and he's a tough dude. You don't want to run up on him either, man. That's. You don't get called young bull for nothing, all right? So Sexton, Garland with Lowry, and and Allen is a solid core. And you could throw in Kevin Love there, too, if you want. Uh, It's a solid core, okay? That's a real solid young core that can grow together now. They can grow together, and you can see what you can get out of that team. I wish nothing but success for Lowry. I hope it clicks for him there. Matt, Matt made a great point. Having a center like Allen where he doesn't have to worry about getting rebounds and stuff like that. He could just be smooth and cool with his fancy self shooting them threes and the mid-range shots. He, he now can do that because he has an enforcer down there. And he hasn't really played with one like that. Um, he didn't have time enough to play with Daniel Gafford like that. So good for Lowry. This is good for him. Now can we talk about these bulls and what we got back up in this piece right here, boy? Look, <laughs> then we, t- we talked about the Wait, tampering,
0: man. Big Dave, before Please. you do that, before sure. you do that. Oh, we've um, Oh, hey, yeah.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We got business. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Shout, shout out to everybody who's uh, who's hanging out with us on YouTube right now. We'll get some comments in a little bit. And Big Dave's love for this move. First, though, quick shout out to Bet Online, one of our great sponsors here at Locked On Bulls. It's that time of year, all eyes turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the season for the NFL and college. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot to place bets on those games. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half a million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, both open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure yeah. to also take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th game, the season opener between the Bucks and the Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager is refunded up to $25 for new customers on uh, only when signing up and using promo code NFL100 for those wagers. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports for football, basketball, boxing, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait anymore. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. But online, your online sportsbook experts. Again, that's promo code ON at signup. Big Dave, sorry yes, for that sir. interruption. Oh, no, no, no. Where were you?
1: <laughs> Here's what I was discussing what the Bulls got back in their hall here. We talked about, you know, the tampering investigation, and we talked about, we, sh- we were pretty sure the Bulls were looking for draft compensation because just in case, investigates investigation, they find something, they're going to take away a draft pick. And the Bulls mm-hmm. didn't have draft picks to give away like that. So they needed draft picks back. And so what does AK do? You, We knew. We said it on this show. Whatever he does, he's going to get draft picks. didn't matter it, who the player was. We were like, draft picks are coming with this, okay? We said this quite a few times on this show. What did they go do? They get a first-round pick, 2022, lottery protected, but that doesn't matter. Because if they have to take it away, not a concern anymore. So you get a lottery protected 2022 pick. Then you get a second round pick on top of that. So you cover yourself. So even if you lose what? let's say they take a second round pick like they did with Milwaukee. Guess what you still got? <laughs> you still got two first round picks. You still got them. And y'all cried and y'all mad. And I say y'all because I'm sure a lot of y'all didn't do this. But there were Bulls Nation crying and mad. What about the picks? We need our picks. We gave away all our picks. We can't pick people. Well, guess what? Now you're going to next season and now you got two of them things waiting for you. What you need? What else you got to say? What you got to say? Speak your mind and say it louder, man, because I don't know what else you got to complain about right about now. They only need to do one more thing for me, and that's go get a goon. And that's it. And I'm good to go. But, man, Derek Jones Jr., Matthew, Derek Jones Jr. is a beast. That dude can play this game of basketball. This is a player this old regime would have never gotten, I promise mm-hmm. you. They weren't getting athletes like this. This dude is an athlete. I believe he's 6'5", with like a 7'2 wingspan or something stupid like that. Yeah, his wingspan is
0: ridiculous.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's something ridiculous like that. Can jump out of the gym. Obviously, he has a trophy telling you he can jump out of the gym. And then on top of that... We got
0: two dunk champions on our
1: team now. (laughs) Dose. (laughs) Dose. And on top of that, you got a guy who plays defense. He is really solid at playing defense and blocking shots. So he knows how to use his length. So that means, again, when you start running those three-guard lineups, you can cheat with him. If you're going to run that, you could probably throw him in at the four just because of his wingspan. You can probably mm-hmm. cheat with him on that sense. So, man, this is awesome, man. Matt, do you know how long it's been since we had athletes? Lonzo Ball is going to be throwing all kinds of oops, man. The transition game is going to be stupid. It's going to be so much fun to watch. So much fun. man.
0: Just an um, endless amount of oops. All of the yeah. oops. All of um, the oops. And- and and the good kind of oops, not the bad kind of oops that we were used to when our old front <laughs> office would make trades. Well done. Well I done. Mean, <laughs> I mean, so many people in my replies already reacted to this news are like, packs could never. packs no. could never. No. And here is no. yet another example of the new front office doing things and pulling things off that Garpacks would trip over their mm-hmm. own feet trying to accomplish. What's a, what's a sign and trade? What's a, th- what's a three-team sign-in trade? I don't get it. Wait, what? Kirk Heinrich isn't involved in this trade. Is that even legal? What's going on here? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, you just laid out all of the, the, the assets that they were able to get for Lowry Marketing, Considering yeah. the season he was coming off of, like, yeah, he's a former seventh overall pick, and he had two good years, his rookie year and his second year but he yeah. has been on the decline in his years yeah. three and four. There was no denying that. No yeah, denying. he shot 40% from three, but his game was – he ghosted this season. <laughs> and to get a first-rounder and a second-rounder and a player like Derrick Jones Jr., look, great like offensive threat. Like, as you said, he could jump out of the gym, another fun piece for the Bulls' transition and fast-break opportunities, absolutely, with that length – I wouldn't say he's a great defender. I'd say he's an okay defender, but Solid the length defender. in itself is great for your perimeter defense, um, and maybe, as you said, playing him at the four in some small ball lineups. Mm-hmm. We we saw Portland do that. We saw Miami do that with him as they made the run to the finals in the bubble, um, but, I mean, let, let's start with the first-round pick, though, because sure. a lot of people are saying, ah, well, you know, it's lottery pr- protected, so it might not ever convey – one of the details in Woj's column was that it is protected, uh, lottery protected through twenty twenty eight. So if we get mm. all the way to twenty twenty eight and the Blazers mm. are in the lottery every single one of those seasons, then it will change to a second round pick and then eventually convey. But are you telling me, what, you know, Dame trade or no Dame trade? CJ McCollum or no CJ McCollum? Like, what, what are the what are the odds that the Blazers are going to be a lottery team each of the next eight seasons?
1: Yes. Yes. Oh man, that is so brilliantly put. I didn't even realize that that is over eight seasons It's protected. So we're like, nah, not this year. Nah, nah, not this year. Nah, not th- oh, you
0: know what? Okay, yeah. How about this year? We go ahead and do it. I mean, this if they so keep Dame awful. and CJ together this year, they got a good shot. Like I know the West is tough, but they got a good shot to go to the playoffs this year. And yeah, then you're talking yeah. about what you were just saying. Everybody's screaming oh my gosh, they mortgaged their entire future. To get Vooch and Dame, two su- or, or to, to get Vooch and Damar, two sub all stars, yeah, and, and now yeah. they got nothing in the cup- The cupboards are bare. Yeah, if the Blazers yeah. go to the playoffs this season, they have two first round picks next year. Two, <laughs> <laughs> what, what the hell are these people talking about? <laughs> two of them, you them man. You knew it. You knew AK was going to deliver on this, you just knew, knew it. it. You knew it. When have you not seen it
1: is all I'm saying to y'all. When have you not seen it? What has he done? What has Eversley done? What has anybody in that front office done to make you have a doubt that they would not deliver and produce and give you exactly what this Bulls team needs? If you exactly what you need as a fan and you don't have to sit here and speculate like, well, maybe he might be solid. You know, maybe these picks. You know, might be good. I don't know. We think we gave up too much. You don't have to speculate. It's laid out right in front of you. How smooth this is, and how easy and good this is. You see like how it fits in with my team, <laughs> <laughs> like a bag of sand. You, you it feels like it, like a bag of sand to you. That's what mm-hmm. <laughs> it. Was like, yeah, it's a bag of sand. Oh, but Matt, man, like I don't. You, we don't have to sit here and argue it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's nothing to argue because everything has been so logical. Everything's been so smart. Everything is what you all, it, it pleases the meathead fan in me. It pleases the basketball IQ logic person in me. All my parts of my Bulls fandom in my body is totally happy right now. Everybody, everybody's satisfied. It's cooling the gang going on in my soul right now. It's just celebration happening, man. It's a party in there. As soon as I get off this air, I'm going to join it. Because we're having a good time right now, man. This right. is so good. This is so good. <laughs> I feel speaking so happy. Of, with
0: that. Speaking of good times and parties, people in our comments Ooh. are very happy as well. Alex saying the front office is fleecing. Uh, <laughs> Urban said good pickup for the Bulls and Derrick Jones Jr. plus uh, first and second. Malik said AK fleeced them. Buzz on tap. Acme is a wizard. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> truly, what a wonderfully refreshing sensation yeah to be fans of a team that i mean look if you're cleveland and in my dms right now one of the hosts of locked on Cavs is talking and, and he's like dude i i hate this like no offense <laughs> Lowry, but like what what are we doing here like when you look at the three teams involved in this trade i i don't think you can debate that the bulls look like the team that came out with the best assets of that trade yeah. Like, yeah, you know, maybe Larry Nance Jr. will will have like a, a reinvigorated career and, you know, a, another fresh start in Portland or whatever. But like, I, the, the Bulls look like they got the best package here. Didn't they? Yes. <laughs> yes, they definitely look like
1: the team that got the best package. And we thought it would be a three-team trade, Matt, because that's what was continually said and continually was out there that any trade the Bulls were going to do, it was going to be two teams involved in that. Because we heard right. it was Charlotte and new orleans we heard uh dallas wanted to do something they were like well maybe new orleans to get involved so we never heard this as anything would just be a team-to-team trade and how this happened it was always going to be a third team but it was just about who was going to be the one who was going to be the one to do it and cleveland i think did this because they were like we got to do something (laughs) we got we got to do something like a move has to happen hey lowry might be good like we got you on that hope again we got you with that snake oil one more time. We got you with that that hope, man. Like, he might be good. Hey, look at these. Hey, look at the donkey hat. You know what I'm saying? That might be a thing. Huh? Huh? He can do that in a Cleveland uniform, guys, you know? And man, dude. Don't you remember February of 2019? I mean, my goodness. <laughs> wow, this guy is good. Yeah. And he's right down the street. So you don't have to pay for your travel car. He can drive there. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can just go ahead and get a ride there if he wants to. Quick flight. You Know it doesn't really have to change much for him, anything like that. They gave him the money because I'm sure they didn't want to pay him 20 mil, but they gave him close to it, which, they gave, like you said, they gave him close to it, like you said, man. Yeah, like you said, they gave him, which is kind of what Lowry was looking for. It's kind of because it's, I promise you, his agent was about to be fired, right. <laughs> I you, he was about to lose his job. So, he is right now thanking Cleveland for helping him save his job, man. Because I don't know how that dude was going to hold on to that if Lowry was going to have to come back here. And and I'm sure Dennis Schroeder is looking at his agent crazy right now too. <laughs>
0: like, right, too. right. Y'all gonna so give me Dennis this? Dennis Schroeder being like, man, Lowry got 67, and I got <laughs> I got 5.9. Uh, but yeah. So and and that's the Ooh. other I think important element to this trade that A.K. and Eversley also accomplished. We heard they they wanted first round compensation, and they didn't want to take on long term money or bad money, and. Taken on Derrick Jones Jr., he picked up his player option. It's expired. This is the last year, upcoming 21-22. Oh. I think 9.7 million. So basically oh. slides right into what would have been Lowry's yeah. qualifying offer. Exactly. And the exactly. Bulls, and this is via Bobby Marks a few moments ago. The Bulls are now still 6.4 million below the luxury tax. <laughs> and here and Derek Jones Jr. makes 13 players on under contract. So you're going to oh. sign either one or two more players on, you know, some kind of vet minimum or whatever the case may be. Oh uh, they're 11.8 <laughs> under the hard cap. Derek Jones Jr. expiring 9.7. They didn't take on bad money or long-term money to get that pick for Lowry. They got an expiring deal that was basically the exact same contract as Lowry's qualifying offer would have been. Oh my
1: God. How does that not how, excite how so? you? How beautifully yeah. simple is that? How does that not excite y'all? All they talked about: like, How you gonna do it? How you gonna move these pieces and get somebody for out? You don't have nothing, and now they come in under the hard cap, dude. So now they can get two more. <laughs> Listen, man. You know what? Shout out to shout out. Just shout out to the front office, man, and shout out to the capologist that assistant GM up in that front office, man. Straight out of New Orleans. Say his name, man. Say his name.
0: <laughs> no. I'm not gonna
1: <laughs> no, I'm not no 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 I don't mean I don't mean that dude I don't mean that dude I mean the guy on our team now oh oh <laughs> you, mean
0: you mean JJ you made JJ Poke
1: Yes that's who I mean uh, we got him out of New Orleans I don't mean that other dude I don't care nothing about him man <laughs> not the bad man can't hurt you no more man. he can't hurt you no more he can't hurt you let him go dog. let him go away He's good. He's good, man I'm talking about JJ Poke doing his oh. thing up here man excellent <laughs> job
0: Speaking of which, in our YouTube uh, uh, chat right now, the chat box said Garpacks would have traded marketing for some potato chips. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) you're probably right about that. Uh, We will get to some more comments in a little bit. First, though, uh, I want to tell you all about our great friends at Built Bar, one of the sponsors of today's program. Do You know, Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone. You got to try a mixed box available at their website, built.com. So you can try each of their nine OG and always available flavors. Plus they have rotating limited time flavors right now. This week they have raspberry cheesecake. That's right. A healthy for you protein bar covered in chocolate that that tastes like raspberry cheesecake. I mean, how do you not Mm. say no to that? Not only are built bars, the best tasting protein bars on the market, but they are good for you too. Each one has 17 or 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. That's nothing. Only four or five grams of sugar and four or five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, Mm -hmm. all tasty, all healthy for you. We mentioned that they were also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team at the Tokyo Olympics. Mm -hmm. Guess what else they're doing? They just signed a deal with BYU football to sponsor every single athlete on that football team, including the walk-ons. That's amazing. Bill Barr is doing wonderful things representing Mm -hmm. athletes all across this country and all over the world. It's awesome. Super cool. And their protein bars are delicious. So go check them out. Use built.com and promo code locked15 to get fifteen percent off your order. Again, that's promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com. Big yeah. Dave.
1: You know what? Give the
0: people give the people what they want. You know what you're here for. You know what you're here for.
1: You're here to hear about one of the greatest companies out there. Rockauto.com. Now, with those ever-increasing numbers of making models, it's now impossible for your local chain of auto parts store to keep all the parts that you need. You're going there, and in nice new car, and you're looking around. You're like, hey, how come you don't have this? Oh, because, you know, we haven't updated since 1985. And you're feeling upset, and you're feeling mad. Well, you know who's going to have it? RockAuto.com. So why even go there? Spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts of your chain store or at a dealership. Don't do that. Sit at home. Keep your draws on. to Enjoy the Bulls. Watch some Derrick Jones Jr. highlights and go to rockauto.com on your mobile device. It's a family-owned business. It's serving do-it-yourselfers over 20 years. The prices are reliably low for every single customer. That means Bulls fans and Cleveland Cavs fans and Portland Trail fan, blazer, uh, blazer fans alike. Go explore that easy-to-use website. Find a solution to all your auto part needs. And when you go there, and please do this for us, just when you go there, write Locked On in there, how did you hear about us box, so they know that my man Matt and my man right here, who is me, Dave, we sent you. Amazing selection. we low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Sing it with me, YouTube. Run! Right com oh bulls doing stuff got me hyped up in here baby Woo! gonna have to put on my sweat block let's go
0: man of the people big dave and his ad reads y'all that's why we're all here uh we could talk to bulls but you know the ad reads are really why we're here right um so Irvin in our YouTube comments said that the Bulls will re-sign Jones. He'll be a core player after balling out this year. Mm. Look, I'm not saying that that's not a possible option on the table. You sure. do wonder just how much of an opportunity he'll be given, how many minutes he'll play. Um, you know, he wasn't playing a ton of minutes. I think he averaged right around 20 uh per game for for Portland okay. this past season. Um he, he had some stretches of lots of minutes and then some stretches of very few minutes when he was with the Heat. Although, you know, Eric Spolstra, he loves to switch around uh, what his rotations are. Uh, he, he he always goes short on rotation, but he'll change it up a lot based on lineups. But mm-hmm. the Bulls, when you think about where Derek Jones Jr. might fit in, let's talk a little bit more about that. We've sure. got some wing Uh, you know, some wing depth with his arrival. And then as we were talking about a little bit earlier, you can also maybe get away playing him at the four in some smaller lineups. Who's he competing for minutes with? You're talking about Troy Brown jr. There really is no backup power forward on this roster. Still that might be, you know, if if you're betting on where the bulls might go for that 14th person on the roster, you got to assume And we talked about this a little bit on yesterday's episode, big Dave. Mm -hmm. So some front court depth, I mean, they've got Vooch, they've got Tony Bradley, and, and even their their uh twenty twenty second round pick, Marco Samanovich, if he earns some playing time, you could probably play him at center a little bit too, some at yes. the four. Um, so I, I I'm not really sure how much Derek Jones Jr. will see. Um, but as you said, what we can absolutely count on seeing is when he's out there, the Bulls playing fast, highlight reel basketball, jumping out of the gym.
1: Dude, man, now I'm talking about those game-changing plays. You know, those game-changing dunks. You know that, oh, man, we need to call a timeout because the UC is rocking after that alley-oop right there. It's going to be those kind of things. And I'm telling you, don't sleep on his block shots, man. That dude is a shot blocker. Like, I'd like, again, Matt, and I say, I'm going to keep saying it because it's my, one of my favorite things to say. i like people who know that they're tall. And I'm like Derek Jones, Do he realizes, like, dude, he's tall. The fact that I found out that he was 6'5", Cause in my head, he was six seven, six eight in my head. So when I heard he was six five, I'm like, okay, I love you even more now. Because I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea, man. You know, I don't like him finding out guys are shorter than that, Wendell Carter Jr. I don't like finding that stuff out, man. So hearing that he is hearing he's six five, but he plays big. You know what I'm saying? He uses his length. He uses that athleticism. And that's so awesome, Matt, that you said they're gonna resign him. Cause even if they do. It's going to be a nice contract. It's going to be a solid contract. You know, it's not going to be anything crazy. And even if they don't, it's a one-year deal. Because let's say it don't work out. You know what I'm saying? Let's say there's something Well, guess what? One year. (laughs) You all right, cool. Appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? We can ride on with that. But I think he fits the bench well because he gives you options. And it seems like that's what the Bulls are trying to do with this bench, Matt. They're they're just trying to stack combo guards and wings because they're trying to yeah, they're trying to run option plays out there. They they just want those options nice. So they, right. can, they you don't know. Basically, you won't know what's coming at you on a nightly right. basis, man. And that's really what what they're really trying to do. And that's awesome. That's awesome. Right.
0: And look, if if you're a little thin up top and you're like, oh, well, you know, Vooch and Tony Bradley, Samatovich, like that's not a whole lot to work with, yeah. you know, Pete up. He's going to play a lot more for this year than last year because of DeRozan's yeah. arrival. But, you know, if, if they're Bulls fans, be like, well, yeah, but like, what if you go up against Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard and you're like, Dude, why, what, in the finals? Like, are you worried about that now? Like, <laughs> no, let Billy Donovan play with a pretty small lineup, oh. three guard lineups, undersized fours, you know, like fours that are probably more suited to being wings and let this hmm. team run. Now, yeah. a lot of people I've also heard say, well, all these additions, Lonzo getting out and running and pairing him with Zach Levine and... Um, you know, Derek Jones Jr., this kind of player, doesn't really mesh with DeMar DeRozan and his, you know, just like steady little, like, I'm going to poke and prod the defense until I get the shot I want in the mid-range, mm-hmm. and it doesn't fit with Vooch, who is not necessarily a run-the-floor kind of guy. You right. bang it down to him in the post, and you do some two-man action, some pick-and-pop, it's a pick-and-roll. Okay. It's not a problem that those are all options available to Billy Donovan, depending on what style you want to play, because... He's got a lot of different ways to have a potent offense. And depending, as you just said, hey, starting unit, bench unit, I'm guessing that they're going to kind of – Billy Donovan will find time to chop up and have Zach play with some reserves or have DeRozan play with some reserves. Depending on who's out there, play the style you want to play. But you're just adding all kinds of talent. Like, bottom line, what you're doing is adding talent and firepower. That's not a bad thing. And most often – If you want to play fast and play small, great. A lot of teams in the NBA do that, and they do it with a lot of success. Yeah, in the playoffs, you need the people that are more more half-court, you know, CP3-style point guards compared to Lonzo Ball. You need more size in the playoffs compared to the size that the Bulls have and rim protection the Bulls have. Those are problems for down the road, man. Down the road. Meanwhile, their offense is going to have all kinds of really fun options. Oh,
1: Matt, and – just look at all the guys there on the bench and what they all have in common. Kobe White is good in transition. Ayọ Desumu is good in transition. Marco Simundovich is good in transition. Derrick Jones Jr. is good in transition. Uh, uh, Javante Green is good in transition. <laughs> like Troy Brown Jr., you get the point. These all these guys are really really good when the ball is get when you get that rebound and you get into that guard, and you run. All of these guys like to run. All of them. Nobody likes to get down and set up and have. No, they're trying to get to the basket and score as quickly and as excitingly as they possibly can. And that's what's awesome about this. And one more thing about Derrick Jones Jr. that I like is he all, I've never really seen him out of position on the floor. His three-point shooting I don't think is great. I think he shoots in like a really low 30s, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, think she was like 30, 31% or, or something like that. So it's not great. It's just the fact that I know that he's not afraid to take it and he understands how to keep the floor balance because sometimes you got to take that shot to keep the floor balance, you know what I'm saying, And keep everything moving right. correctly. And so I'm saying all this to say he has a high IQ. <laughs> right. So I love people with high IQs. This is now a high IQ transition basketball team that likes to run and get out and find people, and and a lot of unselfishness. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be so much freaking fun to watch, guys. And the bench is never going to be without one of those starters with them. Like, you're either going right. to see DeMar with them. You're either going to see Patrick Williams with them. You're going to see Zach with them. You're going to see Lonzo with them. Uh, You might even see Vooch with them, depending on the circumstance and things like that. Right. So they'll never, you'll never really have to worry about that being a concern. But I'm just telling y'all, if you like watching basketball with guys get up and down the floor, you might want to take a trip out to the United Center this year, for real.
0: And uh, Justin, in our YouTube chat, makes a good point when we were kind of talking a minute ago about size and like, hey, yeah, they might be thin up top a little bit as far as like big, beefy seven-footers on this roster because mm-hmm. you got Vooch and you got Tony Bradley, that's kind of it. Justin uh, on YouTube said it's actually a big, pre- a pretty big starting lineup when you think about it as far as, Lonzo, Zach, DeRozan, Pete Up, anywhere between six six and six nine. Also, True. we think Patrick Williams grew another inch this summer. That's cool. Like it, right? And then you got yeah. and then you got your seven footer in Vooch. That starting lineup actually is tall and lengthy as all hell. Yes. So yeah. you know, yeah the the problem of oh you don't have enough bigs to you know to body some of the the more intimidating centers and and power forwards in is. It's, it's maybe not as big of a problem on a nightly basis and it's made up for by the fact that your guards and your combos and your wings are all gigantic like i think is javante green the shortest person on this roster like i don't know yeah, my six 64 like i know javante <laughs> green's not super tall i don't think tony bradley's like super tall or i mean um uh troy brown jr but starting lineup for sure and most of this roster is tall and long
1: yeah javante Javante's six four, which and he plays you know above his size again, right. which is what I like. And Troy Brown Jr. is six six, and he also plays above his size. So yeah, like Javante, your shortest player right now is six four because Kobe's six five, like a yeah. legitimate six five. So
0: <laughs> so everybody's <laughs> lengthy and big. Man, go ahead. Brian Rice in the comments said Kobe after that haircut might be the shortest guy now. <laughs> Maybe,
1: maybe, maybe, man. Oh, I can't. Honestly, I can't wait for him to get here, man. I can't wait for him to get here because Kobe. This is the kind of offense I wanted to see him in because we saw how he's not really that half court guy. That's why they gave him that opportunity, a point guard, to see what kind of point guard he was. And they're like, oh, that that ain't what you do. Okay, great. So you like to just stand over here shoot these threes, you know, and run in transition. Well, how about we help you out with that? And that's what I. That's the brilliance of having player development. They saw the talent. They said, well, we know what you can't do. How about we get something to help you in developing what you like to do? Not, you better change. <laughs> you need to change now. We don't shoot threes. Stop it. Stop doing what you do best and change. No, 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 no. Oh, man, this is so much fun. This is so much fun, man. And, and all these comments, looking at all the comments while you're talking, man. And, and everybody is so happy." And everybody's so excited. Uh, I see Noah Harris asked the question, uh, Matt and Big Dave, do you think Derek will start or come off the bench over Patrick Williams? Let me stop Matt right there because his face is telling you. Let me answer it nicely. No, <laughs> he's not starting. Patrick Williams shall definitely be the starter, my man Noah. He will definitely, definitely be the starter. And I can't wait to watch that happen, man. Oh, I'm so excited. Get that look off your face, Matt. We here for love. We here for joy. Uh, yeah, and love. Yeah. Okay. Off your You're right. Face. You're
0: right. Uh, <laughs> it, just, it, it was it was a ridiculous question. No, Patrick uh, Williams is starting. Patrick Williams, starting. fresh off right, his twentieth birthday, yeah, will be starting. Uh, Joseph yeah. has another interesting thought when we were talking about the different ways that that Donovan can play, uh, and you talking about the bench unit. I was saying you might see staggering of Zach or DeRozan with with a you know a three or four bench players, Joseph said, Vooch, you can play with the bench unit, feature him a lot in the post. That makes me think of what we saw from Kobe white at the back half of last season. Mm -hmm. When look, this team was at least giving him a tryout, seeing if he could be this team's starting point guard. It didn't go great, but you know what helped Kobe white a lot? Having Vooch to throw the ball to. Instead of Wendell Carter Jr., yes. who is six foot eight and can't catch a basketball, so <laughs> you, there's another opportunity to get a starter playing some of their minutes with a bench unit. Because if Kobe White, knock on wood, comes back healthy, maybe sometime late November, December, if the shoulder injury uh, recovery goes well, we can see phase two of that chemistry that Kobe and Voosh were developing at the tail end of last season. Mm. Uh, I see. Michael brings up
1: a point. He said Derek Jones Jr. is kind of like Jeremy uh, Jeremy Grant when he was in Denver. I can, I see your point. I see what you're making. Yeah, I see. I can see that point as far as his role is concerned, and 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 what he did on his team. Uh, we got to see because Jeremy Grant definitely athletic, and he definitely grew in that role that that he had right. right there. So, and that's the thing about this kid too, Matt. Like he still has he's still fairly young, so he still has time to grow. And we know that he's a dunker. We know he can block an you know, exciting shot. But what part of his game is going to develop to where you say, okay, this is what you do well right here. You know what I'm saying? Like Jeremy Grant got that opportunity when he was in Denver to develop into that player. Because we saw the talent. We saw the size. but We were like, okay, but what can you do? And he had time to develop it and figure it out while he was there. We'll see if Derrick Jones Jr. Uh, gets that time and that kind of development here with the Bulls. Because, man, it, it, it we deep. <laughs> like we're becoming a very nice, deep team to where we can put guys in position to succeed in what they do best. You know what I'm saying? And not ask from them other stuff that they maybe can or can't do. No, no, no. We're putting you in position like, we know what you can do, and let's do it. And I keep forgetting to mention this guy, Matt, because I, I got to give him a nickname, like the, the Invisible Goat or something like that. But... Alex Caruso, I keep forgetting about Alex Caruso is being on this team also, man. So yep. another six-five guard who can also run in transition, who also plays defense on this team, dude. This, this, oh my god, like another wing, like another big combo guard guy. I keep yeah. forgetting about him, man. So he, you know, he's gonna play. He's gonna get that oh. tick.
0: Oh, he's playing. I, I, oh, I would, playing. I would estimate that Caruso will play at least twenty minutes a night. Oh yeah, Um, I
1: don't think that's crazy. I mean, I I mean, that's crazy.
0: Look, it's a team friendly contract. I think for the value that you're getting there, but to get that value, you got to play him, and especially in the first month and a half of this season, when you still have Kobe White on the mend. Mm -hmm. I mean, give me all of the Caruso minutes. (laughs) Give me all of them. I would be. I haven't. I haven't bought one yet, but you know, I got to buy a Caruso jersey. Like it's happening. You, it's you going to. to happen. I don't even know if you they're available to. for sale yet, but yeah, that dude. They are. <laughs> we, we, uh, we got some some people in this comment section, man. Moonswing uh asks, Do you think Derrick Jones Jr. may move again, or are we done? Javier Castro, do you guys think there's any possibility we trade Derrick Jones and those picks this season? Stop. Uh, Classic Bulls fans. Hey, we just did something cool. Now let's talk about how we're going to continue changing everything and focus on what might happen next as opposed to just taking a minute to enjoy what just happened now. Then they didn't we take do this? one minute to enjoy the fact that after weeks of waiting with bated breath, what's going to happen with Lowry? We got the answer today, and the answer was an A freaking plus. Yeah,
1: it was. Didn't we just do this with DeMar DeRozan? When got yes. Somebody was like, "Okay." You somebody think in guys our inbox was like, him? "So, uh, as
0: far as trading DeRozan, we we're like, what? what? Like, <laughs> he just walked in the door. Like, my God, man, you know, let him sit down, no. like,
1: let him get comfortable
0: first. And, and, you know, me. and if these people in our comments are wondering, look, maybe A.K. and Eversley don't love DeRozan, uh, Derrick Jones Jr and basically just took him because his contract matched and it was a way for them to do this deal, not take any contract money beyond this upcoming season, fit Mm. into Lowry's qualifying offer spot. Maybe they liked the convenience of his contract more than the player himself. There could be some truth to that, and maybe they're not enamored with Derrick Jones Jr. and don't see him as a piece for this team long term. We we could worry about that once the season starts and we see what kind of minutes he's getting or not getting. But right. this is one interesting little wrinkle, Big Dave, and, and it's our guy Joe Cowley. I know some Bulls fans don't like him. Some Bulls fans love him for the bluntness that he operates with. Mm-hmm. We're, we're a fan. We, you and me, we we, we know like and Joe. like Joe, we, like we know this. that he could, you know, press people's buttons and he's had he some bad it. takes and he's had some good takes. <laughs> he, after this news broke, just took a screenshot of something he wrote back in March of 2020. So, yeah. or no, it was April, so... The league had been paused. AK and Eversley had just arrived as the new hires. Maybe Eversley wasn't even here yet. It was just AK. And he wrote about the Bulls being interested in both Goran Dragic and Derek Jones Jr. So this could have been an iron that was in the fire for a while. And yeah. just like they had the Lonzo iron in the fire for a while and they got it done, maybe they do really like Derrick Jones Jr., the player, and not just the contract.
1: Yeah. I think that's a safe assessment because if we've known a couple of things about AK, he he puts feelers out pretty early because they said the same thing about the Vucic trade. You know what I mean? The feelers went out early before that trade even, you know, kind of came to fruition. He told Orlando, I think, I can't remember who in Orlando's brass said this, but they were like, AK told him, don't make no moves yet <laughs> before you talk to us. Like holler at us for, before you even do anything. So that was in the fire. Um, Lonzo Ball coming here was definitely an iron that was already in the fire because we tried to get him in the trade deadline and that never went away so that iron was in the fire getting DeMar DeRozan was an iron that was in the fire because we found out that Vooch had been speaking to him during the season so that iron was also in the fire so yeah they they make moves pretty early and they they put feelers out there before they make a move on them so yeah I think Joe Cali yeah he's, he's got a point right here for sure and you got more athletes and more length is never wrong. <laughs> it's that never a bad thing to have. And you're going to need that because, like Matt said, let's say, you know, they go into the season without getting another uh, power forward. You know what I mean? You're going to need that. You're going to need him, man. Like, even though he's 6'5", he can, you can cheat with him at that position. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's, and it's such a good move, man. It's just such a good, competent, logical basketball move. That's all it is. And it mm-hmm. just just warms warms my heart so much. It just makes me feel so good. I keep seeing these questions um, being asked about Paul Millsap. Do you think the Bulls are getting Paul Millsap? Do you think Millsap is a good idea? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a good idea, and I still think that they're getting him. I really do. I think the Bulls are going to go get Paul Millsap uh, because it makes logical basketball sense in my right. Opinion. So, and I think so okay.
0: And we talked about him and a lot of options on our episode yesterday. If you didn't listen to that yet, go check that one out after we're, we're done here. Uh We talked about Millsap. We talked about our Aldridge. Uh, we talked about Jared Vanderbilt. Maybe is another interesting option. Uh JJ Reddick. Um, Cause you're, you're now at 13. You got one or two spots left. If you want to keep that 15 spot open for a mid season trade, they can go that route, but they're going to sign at least one more player. If Paul Millsap is that one additional player, I'm cool with it. Uh, yeah. You know, we were talking about front court depth, and and in our episode yesterday, I saw in our comments somebody said like you guys are talking about Paul Millsap as if he's like seven feet tall, and it's like oh, no, yeah,
1: thought, yeah, no, 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 no. To at, yeah.
0: Listen, Paul Millsap <laughs> is a player the way that you have described, Dave, as a player who plays bigger than his actual size. I mean, why do you think Paul Millsap, as a part of that Atlanta Hawks team, that was like? out of nowhere crazy good and he was one of four all-stars that they had and he was a four four years in a row all-star mm. it's because he could guard dudes bigger than he is yes. that was a big part of his game in addition to what he was doing on the offensive end Paul Millsap he's got an all defensive team not in his career you guys hello the dude defends <laughs> bigger than his height so when you're saying oh yeah but like you're not actually adding size and, and defensive help and rim protection who gives you more of that, Paul Millsap or Lowry Marketing? Because the answer is Paul Millsap. I don't care if he's four inches shorter than Lowry Marketing
1: or older. Like none right. of that matters. And you know why I took exception in that comment, why why I uh, responded to it, was because he used the word misleading. Like I was trying to mislead people about Paul Millsap, and I take issue with that. I tell the truth here. You know what I'm saying? Like me and Matt, we we honest, <laughs> we straight up with it. Okay, this dude is rugged. This dude is tough. This dude is strong. This is who he is. This is who he's been his whole career, especially the last few years. This is definitely what it been. Great example. Did you not see in the bubble when they played the Clippers? When they got into it with Markeith Morris, guess who was the one that was in his face talking to him? It was Paul Millsap, sir. That's who it was. Paul Millsap, grill to grill with another goon. That's what it was. And that's why he's important because he sets that tone. And that's mm-hmm. what I want on this team. You want somebody when they see him, they like, oh, okay, we can't do that today. You can't go push us around because right. we're gonna put the we're gonna put Paul Millsap out there. He gonna put all that two hundred and sixty five whatever he is on you. You yes. know what I'm saying? He will get me five six points. He will get you like four rebounds, and he will use up all them fouls hard <laughs> upon you, baby. And that's why I want Paul. He makes sense. He just makes sense here, and and also, of course, more things a young team needs, Matt is playoff experience players, playoff Mm -hmm. experience veterans. He is a playoff experience veteran, okay? He's been to a conference finals. He has been to numerous playoff uh, series. So, yeah, you want that in there, and I want him in there talking to guys like Marco. You know what I'm saying? Speaking to him, you know, letting him know what it's like to be a big man, you know, and how to play that position and certain things he might be seeing on the court. Because remember, Paul Millsap was a scorer. He Mm -hmm. could put the ball into the bucket. And that's why I want him around Marco, letting him know certain things. Like, yo, man, you know this might work for you. This might work for you too. It's good to have that on your team, especially right. as a veteran, man. So he just makes and, all the sense in the world to me.
0: You know, the, the veteran who's not afraid to throw his weight around and and stand up for his teammates in, in ways that we have seen Paul Millsap do on the court, it makes me think of one of my favorite parts of the Malice at the Palace doc that just came out a couple of weeks ago. And Reggie Miller was talking about his squad and he was talking about Ron Artest, uh, you know, former Chicago Bull, Ron Artest. Yeah. Uh, and, and Reggie said every good team needs a Ron Artest. <laughs> yes. Every good team okay. needs a dude that people are a little afraid of. The Bulls didn't really have that, haven't had that in quite yeah. some time. Like, they need that dude who people are like, oh, yeah, I'm not messing with that guy. Yeah. Paul Millsap, yeah. despite his veteran status, he's like, yeah, he's 36 that's still a strong, solid, scary 36-year-old that nobody wants to mess with.
1: That's it. And I saw somebody say, hey, man, he's booty cheeks now. Yeah, he's not <laughs> that same player. I feel you. But I'm asking him to play a goon role. That's all I'm asking him to do is be the goon. I'm not asking him to score 10 points. I'm not asking him to score eight points. Valley barely asked him to score six. Like, you, you give me four points and a couple rebounds, and, you know, and maybe you're flagrant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and up good. Like, and that's all I really need. From him, you know what I'm saying, in that position. And it's not going to be somebody who will be out there every single game because, like we talked about, we see what they're trying to do with this lineup. So mm-hmm. they, they're going to run three, they're going to run a lot of small ball lineups. You, you can just see it with all the wings and all the combo guards that they have. That's what they're going to kind of run. So, Paul Millsap is not going to be running. That's not his thing. But every once in a while, I'm going to need an enforcer in there to go up in there because guys are knocking my guys out of the air when they're going right. up for a dump. No, I'm gonna need Paul Millsap to come in there and set the record straight on some on a couple cats. That's why I want him. That's the main reason I want him, guys. Is the goon goon?
0: You I mean believe the they're, goon. I believe they're called the Forcers Gordon, and you're gonna need them when you, when you play Team Iceland. Uh, <laughs> um, spe- speaking <laughs> of you're the Miles of the Palace, and uh, yeah, that was a D2 reference. You're damn right. <laughs> nice. Um, straight Truckin said that this team kind of reminds him of. 04 Pistons 2.0 saying, if you don't have a top five player in the league, like if you don't have an MVP candidate player to build around, this is how you build a team. The way that AK and Eversley are constructing this roster. Um, and I think somebody else also chimed in saying that they were feeling, you know, 2004 Pistons vibes. Um, yeah, D- DMC 203. Interesting thought that look, that 2004 Pistons squad, like, yeah, Chauncey Billups was good. You know, uh, Rip Hamilton was good. Rasheed Wallace was good. Ben Wallace at that point, height of his career, all defensive team, defensive player of the year candidate. But they didn't have a LeBron or a Kawhi or a Steph Curry. Like, they didn't have a player of that caliber. They had a bunch of players that were pretty good to really good, but not great. And that appears to be what the Bulls are doing with this roster for this upcoming season, And, and we'll see where it goes from there. But, yeah. Build yourself a squad of a bunch of good players and give Billy Donovan a bunch of different options of different ways that he could play. And you might surprise some people. I see my man
1: Fried Rice just made a good point without knowing it. But my man Fried Rice says, Felicio was our goon for years. That's the point. (laughs) That is the point. That is the point. (laughs) If Felicio is your goon, if Cristiano Felicio is your goon, you've lost. <laughs> okay, that's the point, my main man. Yes, thank you for saying that. For real, Felicio was our goon for years, and what have we been through for years, Matt? <laughs> a bunch of ass juice. This all has been, brother. Miles and miles of it.
0: Felicio's not a goon that people would be that opponents would be scared of. Like, oh, exactly. I'm scared of Felicio. He'll fight me. He'll hurt me. No, he would accidentally hurt people because he would trip and fall over and knock people over. Right. That's not the kind of goon you want. Because <laughs> sometimes it's friendly fire and he's knocking over his own
1: teammates. Man, dude, just one, guys. Just one. I'm not trying to be the '04 4 Pistons here. I'm not asking for a team foot. I'm just saying every team needs one. Every good team needs one of them dudes. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Just give me one and we good. Uh
0: BDN09 said F it brings Scalabrini. Scal. <laughs> he's chilling. I got he, an autograph Scal on the wall behind me y'all, right there. <laughs> the White Mamba. Look. white Uh Mamba. <laughs> we kind of we've already got a White Mamba of sorts with Alex Caruso on this team. Yeah. And uh <laughs> I, I think Scalabrini is more than happy with his cushy studio gig. Um <laughs> So uh, somebody else said, hey, just get Boogie now. Uh, I don't know if I want to throw Boogie Cousins into this. Just seems like it just like I I hope he gets uh, another shot at being on a good team. And man, uh, I mean, you talk about obviously Bulls fans with Derrick Rose and and the what ifs with an injury riddled career. Boogie Cousins has always been like second behind Derrick on that list to me, man. Mm. If Boogie has not Mm. dealt with serious injuries in his prime years, I mean, we could be talking about him being an all time great. And do I think he's a little bit misunderstood by the media, uh, by his NBA peers? Yeah, I, I, at times I think I do. But it doesn't mean that I want to throw that wild card into the mix of what appears to be a pretty good stew that AK and Eversley got cooking right now.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I've had, I just had this conversation about uh, Demarcus Cousins too, but it's just, I don't know what it, it just doesn't fit in my head. It doesn't fit what the Bulls are doing. and and who they are and who they're trying to be right now. And I like Boogie Cousins a lot. I've always have. Because I agree with Matt. Like, those injuries really set him back. I've seen this dude just be amazing. I've watched him drop 50-something on people. I saw him do it on the Bulls. Like, (laughs) I saw him, though. Like, he was that kind of dude, man. He was unstoppable with that. But man, dude, like, those injuries really set him back to the point where you're looking at him like, well, you gotta be a goon. That's That's where you are now. And dang, and I just wanted him to be more than that. But those injuries really hurt him. But I hope he gets it with another team. I just don't see the fit for him here with the Bulls. That's all.
0: Um, light skinned Keith Sweat said, "Y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all are snapped." Oh, I'm gonna break that down for you, man. I'm break down. Um, He said, "What about Penny Grant Hill, Br- uh, Brandon Roy, etc." Look, I was talking about this generation of players. <laughs> like, yeah, obviously Grant Hill, huge injury. What if? Same with Penny Hardaway. Their yes. their careers that could have been amazing, amazing Hall of Fame careers cut short by injuries. I was talking about the Derrick Rose generation of players. Brandon Roy's kind of like sandwiched in between there, between the Grand Hill Penny years and and Derrick and Boogie. Uh, But yeah, I mean, look, you you can make your own list. Off the cuff, when I was just now thinking of players whose injuries really put a big dent of what if into their career, of what could have been great careers, after Derrick Rose, I think of Boogie Cousins often. Again, in mm. this generation of players. it's like, oh, I can't believe you didn't bring up Len Baez. Like, dude, not what we're talking about, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you not what we're talking generation.
1: about. Yeah, just talking about this generation. I'll, I'll throw uh, Jabari Parker in there, too. But let me tell you about, uh, like, <laughs> Keith Sweat. Let me tell you. <laughs> two knee injuries, man. Two of them. That dude was falling. He got two of them. All right. I'm, I ain't going there. I ain't going there. Listen. So, light-skinned like, Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat, is, Keith Sweat is a singer, man. Keith Sweat is a singer, all right? And he's a dark-skinned fellow, and he's from the 80s, and he's made a bunch of hits, and I love Keith Sweat. He sounds like he's whining on the record. He's amazing. So Drake has a song where he calls himself the light-skinned Keith Sweat, and that's where he got that from. It's a Drake Drake song called, uh, is it All Me? I think it's All Me with 2 Chainz and Big Sean. So, yes, it's a Drake reference on top of that. That's why I laughed at it. I was like, that's pretty good. I like that. Great job. I'm the light skinned key sweat. I'm going to make it last forever. Yeah, that's a dope song, too. But yes, that's the
0: reference. Well, I'm glad one of us got that reference.
1: <laughs> well, that certainly I, is a lot and of I <laughs> sure as shit <laughs> knew it wasn't going to be me. <laughs> so I'm here, Matt. So I'm here, man. Why here. So I'm you here.
0: Know,
1: man. You got hey, to
0: keep me tuned into what the, the young and the cultured are, are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> although i i did know i did know with that uh with that tweaking stuff going on the other day when you know yeah, when a bunch of people yeah. were like that the white Sox account when uh, they were like oh the white Sox offense is tweaking everyone's like uh no that's not no i that actually not how you i use actually it. did in fact know that that is not how you use that word. <laughs> and i get what they were getting it from i understand it i was
1: like yeah right. because of the little nas they X were trying to jump around. on
0: the trending train of little nas right. and like fine
1: yeah. but yeah but you got to know where you're at <laughs> when you're doing that stuff because chicago came out when they saw it, like what what you talking about I'm like that ain't how we do it dog like no i'm talking about chicago came out especially black chicago we came out <laughs> for that we like no, no that ain't that is not how you use that word don't do that
0: <laughs> no no uh Let's let's end it there. Uh we're coming up on an hour-long emergency episode here. Thank you to everybody who was hanging out with us in the YouTube Woo-hoo! comments uh in the chat. We've uh we've had yet another fun, solid, positive day in yes. this bulls off season that just keeps oh. getting better and better. We finally have a resolution to the lottery marketing situation, and AK mm. and Eversley once again pull off a darn impressive sign and trade, com- complicated yeah. sign and trade with two other teams. And the Bulls roster comes into focus a little bit more. One or two roster spots left to go. Uh, This will be it for our content this week. It is Friday, right? It's Friday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy your weekends. Big Dave and I will be back next week with a Monday episode to kick things off. We'll see if we get any more answers or dominoes. Penny investigation, still out there. We'll see if we get a resolution to that in the coming days. But in the meantime... Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. He is at Bow B-A-W-L Sports. We are at Locked on Bulls. Maybe we'll kick off next week with some mailbag content. Hit us up on that text to voicemail line, 331-979-1369. For Big Dave, I am Matt. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us on YouTube, everybody. Until next time, have a great weekend. See red. Be good. Maybe eat some Lowry marketing dipping sauce. Yeah. It's been real Lowry. Jabari Parker Dave (laughs) no (laughs) Um, no it's truth in it Matt